right, welcome back to another Oatana Wrestling Weekly podcast. Uh, sitting here with Coach Gabe Hovden, uh, middle school coach, freestyle and Greco director for the OWA, uh, captain's practice czar, leader, uh, drill sergeant. You throw all that out there, and guy that travels year round for uh, the sake of our wrestlers. So, yeah. well, and hey, I haven't done this. I'm sitting next to uh, Coach Johnson here, uh, varsity coach. Um, the, uh, uh, what's the, uh, the, something with the board. I can't think of the, the ex- like an advisor advisor for the board. Yeah, um, but varsity coach, JV coach, ninth grade coach, um, direct, I mean, just in his hands and everything, which is a good thing. Yeah. Good, good and bad. <laughs> good, I gotta get better at delegating, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, before we kick it off, um, uh, for this week, it's, uh, yeah, it's the week of January 15th, but first, we have our sponsor, Summer Media Solutions, Mr. Scott Summer, um, FAA Part 107 certified, um, and the reason, like, FAA for photographer, videographer, because he's a drone pilot and a very accomplished one, and you can see his work through uh, his website of Summer Media Solutions or through any of the social media that we do with the Otana Wrestling Association, that's uh, the youth, the middle school, the high school uh, he has his hands in all of it and uh, does such a great job and makes us look like, I mean, con- we constantly look like a D1 program yes, with the, our... the video, I mean, just the watching the videos. highlight, the heights yeah. and uh, the highlight videos, I mean, up at the junior high or the middle school the other week, um, he was up there and looking at them pictures and how, how he does it, it's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, very, very professional looking. We love that. Uh, incredibly active throughout. And then also is, uh, I'd call you the executive producer of this podcast as well. Uh, getting it out to all channels, including, uh, you know, the iTunes, um, YouTube with the video and everything like that, which takes some editing. People think it just goes like directly there. No, he's got to sync up audio and video and make sure everything is uh, smooth and looks professional. So thank you to Scott Summer of Summer Media Solutions. Um, And also on on the fly, whipped up a, a flyer for me last week. You know, he does all of those things too, anything we need graphics wise. So he's just so handy, so versatile. But... Um, we had a big week last week. We yes. always have this one uh, every single year, the second week of January. It's Northfield, and then it's the Zimbroda Duels. Uh, so we, we're always uh, getting up for that. It's always a, a big challenge, and uh, this year was a lot of fireworks throughout as well. Yeah, so. yeah it looks like it. I mean, uh, well, I'll let you start with the, sure. uh, the Northfield match. Um, I, got, I, I got to watch the, on uh, uh, Otan, or the Northfield Live, actually, yeah, is what right. I watched it on, and it was hard listening to them, too. I bet. <laughs> I bet it was just great play-by-play. It was great play-by-play for Otan, I'll tell you Jeez. that. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we lost 25-30. to 30. Um, Should have been 26-30, to 30, but either way. Yeah. Uh, and so we played with the lineup a little bit. We had Jacob Wilson at 114 weigh in at 107 because he's a very light 114, very undersized. Um, so we played a little bit of chicken with them, and uh, they have a, a, a stud wrestler, Riley Graber, uh, or sorry, Callie Graber, um, who will end up wrestling in the girls' tournament uh, for sections and state. I think she won it pretty handily last year. And uh, But if she went for the boys, she'd be ranked right now. Yeah. She's a, an absolute stud at 107. And so we had Jacob Wilson go out there and uh, try to keep her. His mission was major decision or under, which yep. he accomplished, major decision. Uh, so saved some team points there. And then we flipped to where Caden Linquist went to 114, got a major up there. Okay. Um, now, I don't think we're going to do that in the end. Um, I think the rest of the way we're going to keep Wilson at 114. 
Um, just because we're, we're actually pretty confident now that Linquist could probably just flat out beat Graber. Yep. Um, he's ranked number seven right now at 107. Um, and then, yeah, we had Donnie grab a major. Um, he's, he's really maturing and, and pouring it on and not just going for himself, but going for the for team, team now. now. Okay. That's been great. Uh, Lane went out. They, they went away from Lane. Um, Caden Staub, coach's son. Yeah. Um, bumped him up away from Lane for now. Okay. That'll be a section deal down the line. Yep. Um, so Lane got the pin, and then it almost backfired on him because Jaden Jurley almost got the win over Caden Staub, who's been in and out of the rankings, at 133. Um, this was a, a night of near misses okay. because we, we kind of got everything we wanted. Um, they then had uh, one of the Harner boys – uh, the the not as good Harner at 139 on uh, Parker Casas and Casas was leading that match for a hot second and so it was looking like you know Jaden Jurley almost got the win Casas yep. almost got the win um, and then a, a tale of two ranked kids that always see each other in the off season uh, Trey Hyatt at 145 versus Zane Angles and they'll see each other again yep. uh, heated rivalry and Trey could have gotten three takedowns in the first period. It ended up 0-0 out of the first, um, I believe, because just barely slipped away, maybe contentious whether or not uh, he had his hand, Engels had his hand on the mat when he was behind. I don't know. That was still quick enough to where I'd let that go ref-wise. But nonetheless, it was uh, kind of like that all night where um, Trey was another one, and everyone battled hard. It It was great to see. You know, honestly, it wasn't like really boneheaded mistakes or anything like that. 52, our sophomore 152, Riley Krieger, who's been a, a very surprising bright spot for us, went out and uh, took care of business, got the pin, and uh, did did so in a, a, a very impressive fashion. That's the yeah. first time I've seen him really fight off legs, okay. which is great. Uh, the kid had a double leg ride, and he defended that really well. Got docked a team point yeah. um, for uh, excessive celebration. Anything they do now, celebration-wise, is they're really cracking down on it. It's a team point, which this one, I would say, yeah, it constituted it. Yeah. Uh, some of them, it's like, you know, that's just excitement or whatever. Yeah. But this one was definitely like, I just yeah, won the Olympics. Yeah, I seen that. So, I yeah. mean, when I was watching, I was like, but I'll say the Northfield uh, um, broadcasters, oh, yeah. they didn't know what the who got nailed for the team oh, point. Yeah. They they didn't they didn't see it as that. Sure. So yeah. I mean, but the ref's the ref. It's his his decision. I knew it right away. I just put my head down and yelled at him, get off the bench. Yeah. Like, I was just I was pretty <laughs> upset. But uh yeah, and, and because it wasn't his first offense. I I love Riley and he's it for him, he's new to it in the terms of like last year, anytime he was on varsity, he, he had a rough go. Yeah. He was a freshman yep. wrestling like one thirty three. So I'm so happy for him. I'm so happy that now he's an above 500 varsity wrestler at a big man weight, yep. 152. Um, but we got to act like we've been there before. Yep. A little yep. bit of that. Now, now, now There's a that time and a place. Yep, and now that he's had the experience, it's time to control. Right, yep. right. And then uh, 60, uh, the other Staub, the older Staub, went against Carter Flatland. I think they thought that one was going to be just a walk away. Uh. And Carter took him down to the final minute. Uh, so close, so close. There was a little bit of uh, stoppage time that kind of bailed out Stab a little bit. He mm-hmm. was able to catch his breath yep. from that. So a little frustrating there, but had him on the ropes. And then uh, because we got the flip we wanted, we then sent out, we bumped up RJ away from 172, sent out Logan Risser against last year's starter, Ian Schweik. And 
Risser came out on fire and was winning, I think, 4-2 after the first period and looked like, oh, my gosh, he's on his way to stick him. Um, didn't do the, the best nutritional choice yep. after weigh-ins and paid for it and kind of fell apart the last two periods. Uh, lesson learned. Yep. Um, but yet another one, it, it's, you know, Risser, Flatland, Hyatt, uh, Jerley, all these matches could have gone the other way, and if even one of them did, that we win the duel. Yep. And it, it so that part hurts a little bit, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, we know. Now we know. We know. Now. now we know. Yep, yep. So RJ went out and got uh, kind of surprised, I would say. I'd, he hasn't wrestled Owen Murphy before. Yeah. And, yeah, Murphy's the real deal, but I just think it was a little bit of shell shock. Like, I think he just kind of got like, oh, God, like this this kid's solid. A little overconfident. Yeah. And uh, kind of went to big stuff right away and paid yeah. for it. Um, and so, the, and yeah. it, I mean, if it's the Murphy I know, um, I, I know his dad very well, mm-hmm. Mr. Adam Murphy, and I'm sure he's still on the coaching staff. Um, I think so. They are very, they, the Murphy boys were very big freestyle throwers, counters. They, sure. they, they, they weren't no pushovers in the, yeah. in wrestling yeah. by any means. Owen's so. going to be a placer this year. It looks like he's ready and yep. everything. And I, I think RJ just needed a, a little bit of a test that way. Yep. And so, yeah. And then, uh, so they bumped up. Murphy with RJ, and then we bumped up Max, and Kuiper followed, and uh, it's it's kind of funny. Like Kuiper looks like a world beater in the first period every single time, and then Max, yeah, like shouldn't have given up as many points. We we wanted him to keep it close. Yeah. It wasn't like we were confident Max was going to go out and win, um, but wanted him to keep it close. In the whole third period, Max rode him out yeah. with legs, and Kuiper didn't take his face off the mat. <laughs> To the point of when Kuiper got up and kind of like did this to the crowd or whatever, it's like, buddy, you just got ridden out yeah. for two minutes to finish the match. I wouldn't be proud of that. I would have like head down, threw Shake a hands, towel over my out, head, yep. you know, like so uh, a, a little bit of a moral victory. If you I don't really believe in those, but yeah. like a little confidence boost for Max. Uh, so that was great. And then um, bumped up Blake Fitcher to heavyweight. And I you know, the, the duel was already sealed. Northfield had the win. And before he went out there, I, I just said, shut him up. Yep. And Blake went out there yeah, and he, he destroyed he, Ackerman. Yep. And uh, so at least there's that. Yeah. You know, you got to yep. at least end on a win. And yeah. that was good to see. But Yeah. So. So that was on Thursday. That was the big one. That was the big for Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday, uh, we had uh, Leah Fisher go up to Bemidji to an all-girls tournament. Um she uh, is number five ranked. Um, she ended up taking second in probably one of the toughest girl brackets. Easily. I, I mean, I haven't heard anybody else talking about um, stack brackets. This one had the number three, the number two, and the number one ranked girls in the state at that weight. Or one weight below, two of them were, one was yeah, number was two at one. Like mixed. Yeah. yeah. And two of them are at 42. Yep. So... Um, so against Ashley Stang from Malax, um, number three ranked girl, Aaliyah Techfold her, um, to Techfold the number three girl who's also a senior, um, yeah. has one heck of a match. And then her second round, uh, she wrestled Brianna Berg from Thief River Falls, um, number two ranked, and pinned her. Yeah. So <laughs> um, now she just knocked off the number three, number two ranked girls, and then she had the number one ranked girl from Bemidji. Kylie Dunnett, um, and uh, lost four to nothing. Um, got rode out, uh, got taken down, got rode out, um, and uh, 
didn't give up any other points, but just couldn't get out from the bottom, and now she knows. Yep. Um, maybe not go on the bottom and just go for takedowns. Yeah. Well, and she said she could hear her breathing heavily yep. as though she was gassed yep. that whole third, too. Yep. So, you know, Leah knows her gas tank. Now, yep, so. yep. And I mean, a little more conditioning and just a little more, um, just attack a little more yeah. on the feet. and. I, I don't see nothing holding Aaliyah back this year. And that's eighth grader versus all of these were seniors. Seniors, all three seniors. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the, the ranking should be changed um, after this last weekend. Yes. Uh, we'll see where she ends up this uh, this next week on the on the polls. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Saturday, you were yeah. uh, Zimbroto Mazeppa. Yeah, and that's always tough. Zimbroto always has <laughs> Kenyon Wanamango along and Centennial, who, you know, another mid-tier team kind of like us, so... Uh, yeah, we started the day off against number seven in single A, Kenyon Wanamingo. And this one last year came down to heavyweight. Both teams last year had some people out, and so it was not a really great indication. And we lost 19 to 36. That's with a couple of people out yet again. Jaden Jurley um, sitting out that day with a little bit of a head injury. And um, so we brought up Justin Gronley. Yep. So him and Lane kind of switched off who's bumping up. Um, and then walked in without any true heavyweight. Uh, so Caden Keller's coming back from injury, and uh, Grant Lauer was on a trip to where he's going to college, okay. Bemidji State. Um, so just happened to need to bump somewhere. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, lost 19 to 36, but a couple of cool things in that duel. Uh, at 139, I think, no, 145, Gavin Johnson from Kenyon Wanamango. A senior, Trey Hyatt, a sophomore, took him to the wire four to one and got ridden out the last like and Gavin got away with stalling, just yeah. flat out stalling. Um and in looking back, if Trey would have given up one not two when he started the third period, I think Trey would have gassed him against yeah. the number one kid in the state. Yeah. So gave Trey a lot of uh confidence, confidence. that he belongs and um he was it, it was cool to see him actually like Frustrated, like oh, I should have had that yeah. one against the number one kid in the state. Yeah, so that that was a a, a cool thing for him to kind of gauge. Um, then we went out against the number four ranked teams, Zambroda Mazeppa in Double A, who is just I mean they made the final four at the Clash this year. They are they are a legit. real real team. Yeah. Everyone is jacked. Everyone has traps and shoulders, regardless <laughs> of their skill level. They're big dudes. Uh, we lost ten to fifty one, uh, which was better than Kenyon did against them actually. And that's with two matches that could have gone the other way. We nearly took five matches out of uh, 13 against Zambroda. So, um, but they're just, they're stacked. Yeah. They, you know, absolutely stacked. And I mean, how many seniors it. do they have? They had six in a row through the yeah. middle of their lineup. Uh, Creer and those guys yep. are yep. all uh, Lochner. They're all uh, locked in. So, And when you run into a team that has six seniors, boom, 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 boom. And, I mean, they're going to be, I mean, yeah, they're, they're not first-year wrestling seniors right. that, that are there. Down there in Zabroda, so yeah, it was cool to see. You know, um, Caden Linquist wrestled great all day, like very, very um, advanced, uh, mature. All three of his kids actually were really good. Or uh, sorry, Centennial kid wasn't good, but um, Kenyon kid was solid, and the Zabroda kid. And he sees both of these guys in freestyle yep. and stuff in the off season, so he was like not nervous, but like, hey, I have I have some real matches yeah. here. Wrestled very, very poised. Um, and then against a, a real stud at 114, who is all of 114, all of 116 on that day, um, Jacob Wilson threw Gent Byer twice and had him on his back and had him stuck one time. 
and Gent tech-falled Caden last year. Like, True. Gent's going to go to state and probably yeah. place, and Wilson threw him twice. Oh. And kind of had him. And it was it was a la his father, Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> One of them was pure hip toss gold. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it was just cool to see. So he was, like, coming off smiling, even though he ended yeah. up getting teched, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know. But, uh, yeah, we, we looked tough. And then uh, to finish the day, we beat Centennial 36 to 25, and we beat them being sloppy, honestly. Okay. Like, we wrestled so smart, so tight the first two duels that it was actually kind of a letdown. Yeah, we won as a team that final round, but we kind of let Centennial in. They shouldn't yeah. have scored more than like 15 points on okay. us. So, okay. Um, just a little bit of uh, polish. We, we have to learn to put the boot on the throat yep. type of stuff. Whenever you can, you got to do yep. it. Yep. Yep. So. And then, uh, yeah, this week. Oh, big week this week. Yeah, two different home meets. So this Thursday, January 18th, we have Alumni Night against Mankato East. Yes. Um, to start the night off, I'm going to invite everybody down to uh, Reggie's. Uh, that's where we're going to do our uh, raffle for, um, for the guns. Um, down at Reggie's at 530 is when the raffle is. Um, alumni invited down there for, what do you want to say, a tailgate, pregame, um, so get there more Pre-match. like 4.45. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever you get off of work, head on down. Right. Um, any alumni, anybody that wants to come down, they're going to be down there. Um, and then uh, JV starts at 6 p.m. Yep, 6 o'clock. And then just so happens we we kind of did a few things. So it's alumni night, so of course we'll do a, an alumni picture, call everybody down onto the mat. Um, that'll be cool and, and recognize. Um, but on the other side of that, too, we have uh, teamed up with the Oatana Cheer Board. And so their youth cheerleaders uh, have been learning a routine, and they're going to do a little thing for us, and then they're going to line the mat. And I think they said they had, like, 25 girls oh. or something. So, yeah, uh, they'll all be mat side cheering on as long as they can stand Just, it. You know? yeah. Like, um, but, yeah, so that'll be right before varsity. And then we're also doing uh, a thing that I want to kind of make a mainstay for almost every home duel we do, uh, which is we're inviting everyone to bring in used um, or new. Or new, yes. Yeah. Uh, youth wrestling shoes. Uh, just because we could always use uh, some help in that department. There's some uh, some families that need a little financial assistance, and we don't want to turn anyone away, obviously. Um, and we want them to be properly equipped. Yeah. So what we're going to do is a little contest. Yeah, and, and the shoe part is, you know, it a new wrestler, he comes in with his tennis shoes, he, he feels out of play. You know, sure. if we got, we can help him out, give him shoes. I mean, we do it at middle school. I know at the high school, even yep, when kids just all of a sudden don't have shoes because they all grew them and they're like, oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I need to borrow a pair of shoes. We have them for them. So, right. I mean, and with the little ones, it, it's when they get put on their, they get finally get wrestling shoes. I mean, we've had a couple of middle schoolers this year that, Came in and we're like, hey, we got shoes. You got wrestling shoes for us and put them on. And I don't think one of them has taken them off. That's awesome. <laughs> so, That's adorable. It's, it's a good thing. Yeah. I mean. So bring in uh, your shoes. You're going to tie the laces together and we're going to have a shoe toss. And the person closest to the center of the mat, so we're going to be standing around the edge. Thought we could do it from like the walking track, but that's. That's a got the far. lamp there yeah. too. There, there's a lot of stuff that could go wrong. So we're going to be around the, the wrestling mat and toss the shoes into the center and. Uh, Still working on a prize. It's uh, closest to the center is going to get a prize. But guess what? All these kids win. Yeah. You know, if we're bringing shoes and and helping out the community and yeah. So I think I, I feel like that fits with alumni night yeah. in general. The the spirit of it. So, and then we got varsity. So with all those events, varsity might be a little bit more like seven fifteen, seven twenty that night. Um, but we are under the lamp. It's a head to head duel against East, and they have a few strong kids in the upper weights. 
Uh, we should be pretty favored until we get to about you know the 52 range, and then it's then it's then it's a fight. Cool. Yep. So yeah, and then uh, Saturday, Saturday. <laughs> Davis duels. So uh, so we clean up everything Friday night or yep. Thursday night, and then, and then they got basketball Friday, yep. and then and Saturday morning we reset up again. Yep. Yep. So we have a, a varsity dual team format tournament, um, w- which is basically we're just going to kind of run round robin with the teams we have there. We have. Maple River USC, Adrian, Fulda, MCC uh, as one school, and then St. Paul Harding. And so we're going to run four rounds of wrestling starting at 10 a.m. Um, and so each team's going to have three duels. We have some conference or uh, section rivals in there that don't want to wrestle each other. So it's going to be three duels and one bye, and we'll release kind of that schedule yeah. as we go here. And then in the auxiliary gym next door, we'll have mats running for uh, the JV tournament. And then we're going to have some girls-only brackets in there. Okay. And some other schools have chipped in some girls at certain weights and yeah. stuff for that. Oh, good. Um, and it's the namesake. Uh, Coach Scott Davis will be there. Um, and actually, he's been at, like, every meet anyway. He's yep. in Zimbrota. He's at Northfield. We're seeing him everywhere. Um, so, yeah, come on down. Um, it's going to be a great day. Next year, we're going to run it on a Friday night, uh, right before Stockwell and our Men USA in December. Um, but yeah, it, it'll be a good day and, um, take a seat. It, everything supports the OWA. So admission, concessions, all of that, that yep. day, it's kind of a fundraiser in the yep. same, right? Um, so get that extra slice of pizza, maybe, uh, you know, triple your water intake that day, you know, or, or whatever a prime it is. energy. Drink. Oh yeah. Or prime. <laughs> Jeez, these kids. Yeah, that's our top sales. Oh, <laughs> Something we don't They're breaking the bank. I mean, yeah. thanks, Logan Paul, but no yeah. thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, well that's, and so yeah, I did a lot of talking. What's all okay. this about? Well, well, first I'll jump into the youth. Uh, Friday oh, night sure. we have, uh, the, uh, the, oh, right. the Friday night rumble, um, at the middle school and is it T, TC, TCU T- is coming. Yep. We have, uh, yeah. another town coming, uh, former alumni. Eli uh, Ross. Eli Ross is bringing over TCU to, uh, have a little rumble with our youth. Um, just a Friday night if you're bored and want to go see some little kids, Scrap it out on the mat. Come up to the middle school. It's the cutest. Yeah. Um, so then uh, middle OMS, uh, last Saturday we were at Mankato East for a tournament. Um, it We got put in a, the wrong side of the bracket, if I can say that properly. Um, we were put on, we, sh- we ended up in third place um, decisively and no problem taking third. Um, should have been second, but we had Zombroda Mazeppa mm. <laughs> uh, yep. first round. Um so we ended up... So you're saying we should have been like two seed in yeah, there one seed? Yeah, and then we should have wrestled them in the finals. Sure. But it, it just, we were late to get in the tournament. They threw us in, and Mankato East ended up in second. So you can take that for what it is. Um, Zombrota kind of stuck it to us um, right away. It was, it was they, they liked the arm bar. I, yeah. I can say that. Um, I was, we, I had the extras. We actually had... All the extras actually had a little tournament of our own four-man brackets, and basically it was just the uh, the extras of Zambroda and Oatana wrestling mm. each other on another mat because I I had nine and they had ten. So oh wow! So okay. and all our kids, we I mean everybody got to wrestle Zambroda. Oh, that's cool. And um, they they liked uh, they down at the middle school they liked the bars. Gotcha. Um, constantly grabbing our arms and pulling them back. We need to work on that. But then uh, we rust- ended up uh, wrestling Austin, and um, that we stuck it to them pretty good. Okay. So we ended up in third. 
Gotcha. And this week for the middle school, tomorrow night, we are in Northfield. And then on Saturday, we are in Farmington for the conference championship. Gotcha. Um, it's a nice, decent, big tournament. So mm -hmm. if you're up in the cities and not at the Davis Duels, swing into Farmington and watch mm -hmm. the middle school. Yeah, and we'll be hosting that. I don't know if it's going forward or just next year, but like at least doing that this weekend come next yes. year. Yes. So yeah. Yep. So that uh, that'll be good. We'll be able to get home, have yeah. a couple more tournaments here at home. Exactly. Um, and then also uh, we still have some gun raffle tickets for sale. Um, they will be for sale still down at Reggie's on uh, Thursday night up until the drawing. I, yep. Yep. So. so See any of us, yeah. including uh, you know the guy who's running it. Uh, you may know him, Mike Megger of Brick Megger Funeral Homes. So if you see uh, that little pistol around town, <laughs> uh, that's a gun raffle yep. joke. Yeah, um, you can definitely hit him up. I believe he's always strapped with tickets. Yep, another, another, another gun, I gotcha, gun I gotcha. Pun. <laughs> um, so yeah, you can uh, definitely hit him up or shoot him a call. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Boom, there we go. Uh, so yeah. Uh, that'll be fun, and uh, it's you know obviously go going towards a good call yeah. or a good cause. We turn those funds around and and put it towards youth equipment, yeah. youth tournaments. We pay uh, for the admission at tons of tournaments for our youth wrestlers. We we really want to go um, towards in encouraging if kids do want to go to tournaments. Um, to our best ability, we're gonna not have them pay to get yep. in. Yep, and uh, just you know the entry fees to get there. Yep. Um, it, it it helps out a lot. I mean, sometimes it puts you, you start adding it up, and we do give a lot back. Yeah. That's and that's why we do these fundraisers. That's why we put in this work and have all this stuff is to get these kids out for wrestling and help support them. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Well, uh, we're gonna be right back with our podcast guest, and uh, yeah, so don't go anywhere. All right. Welcome back. Uh, today's guest on the Otana Wrestling Weekly Podcast, uh, Mr. Dave Sikora, who is directly involved in the high school program right now with his son, Charlie. How are we doing, sir? Good. Thank you. Good. Good. So, uh, Otana Wrestling alum, mm -hmm. what class were you? 82. 82. Okay. So, we still in Dick Black days? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All all four years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dick, uh, I believe retired in eighty five. Eighty five. Okay. okay. So. Gotcha. Dick and Marshall. Yep. We had Marshall on. Yeah. Right before Christmas. Yeah, right before Christmas, we had him on. Class guy. Yep. But he, he complained a lot about this Dave Sikora guy. So. <laughs> as no. well as well he should have. <laughs> okay. So, well, class of 82, uh, what, what, uh, have you always been in Owatonna after that? Or uh, did you come back after? Uh, born and raised on a dairy farm um, out by Pratt, the metropolis. Yeah. Um, went to the high school. Uh, after that, started working. Um, worked for uh, my sister and brother-in-law, own a, a ready mix business out of Waseca. And I've worked for them for 30 years. And after my dad passed away, um, my mom couldn't live on our farm anymore. So about a year after that, I bought the place. 
uh, and me and my wife uh, took the house down, built a new house, uh, back to where we started, <laughs> yeah. back to where I started, yeah. I should say. Um, I absolutely love it out there. Um, good place to raise a family. Yeah. So. All right, so we'll get into the wrestling part of it. Um, so coming through under uh, Dick Black, what, what's, what, how, how would you describe your four years of wrestling with him? Or uh, for him, I should say, or if you had a chance to wrestle against him. Uh, In practice, did he ever yeah. get a hold of you? <laughs> I was stupid enough to take that opportunity on. Um, that was the longest six minutes of my life. <laughs> um, the man had four arms that were just on the verge of uh, a wire brush against your face. And he had no problem putting it there. Um, No, Dick was uh, probably um, the finest technician um, that I ever, ever had a chance to wrestle for. I mean, it, it, it isn't like, you know, a guy had multiple coaches, obviously. Um, but uh, he was, boy, if he didn't know it, uh, nobody did. Uh, you know, especially at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greco-Roman was, you know, always always the Olympic sport. But there was starting uh, Greco-Roman at that time. Um Freestyle, uh, when I was probably in about eighth or ninth grade, was just on the come then. Mm. Um, and that um, was the change that we see now. But uh, Dick, you know, I mean, he was such a, a, a old-style uh, wrestler, uh, um, he he knew that if if we could get our hands on somebody, you know, we could we could win every match, mm. and that's that was his firm belief, and he um, didn't didn't teach freestyle wrestling, yeah. plain and simple. Sure. Yeah. Um, so. All right. Well, and Sakura popular name in Owatonna <laughs> Wrestling. Uh, where do you fit in with that? Siblings? Um, brother Chuck, um, he was a captain of the team in 72. Kenny a captain in 77. And then uh, my older brother, Ronnie wrestled. Um, didn't particularly like the stink of the wrestling room. <laughs> don't blame him. I don't yeah. think yeah. any one of the three of us ever did. We're not going to bottle it. No, uh, no, no, it wouldn't sell well. No. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, you know, Clint, Brian, mm-hmm. um, Dale, their dad, uh, Scott, uh, so, cousins. So, okay, so Dale's cousin. Yep. Okay. Yep. So. And they were the 90s boys. Yes, yep. it was always always fun to watch them, uh, and you know Dale and and my brother Chuck wrestled together. So okay. So back when you were coming through, 
what was your favorite move that if you knew, okay, I can get it, I'm doing this move? Which What, what move would that have been? Headlock. Headlock? Headlock. <laughs> I like right. it. Plain and simple. <laughs> yeah. End the match as fast as you can. Yep. Um, like Dick Black said, he goes, the guy that you shake hands with is the one that made you cut weight. Yeah. All mm-hmm. week. He said, do whatever means it takes. Yep. To make sure that you walk out with your hand in the air. So I, mean, I, I heard that quite a few times too. That's <laughs> yeah. the guy that made you do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so wrestling back then to compare to now, which style would you rather? I mean, like if you could pick a, uh, an era, would you rather wrestle now, or would you have rather? I mean, do you, would you stay back back in the eighties? Boy, um, I mean, now if you come now, you you were trained up this way, so yeah. you know how to do. I mean, you're not sure. just getting thrown into it. Which which style would you? I was gonna say if you let if you put me out on the mat <laughs> with my style, I I'd get dinged so many times for stalling. It yeah. wouldn't even be funny. Um, I would prefer to wrestle now. Yeah. Um, simply for the fact that. Back then, leg riding was huge. Okay. Um, and, and, and as long as you had a leg in and you were uh, trying, I mean, yeah, it, it, you made it look like yeah. you were trying, put it that way, mm. um, you weren't going to get calls for stalling. Oh, okay. And as soon as you put a leg in, guy stood up, bang, potentially dangerous, start again. You know, the, the, the mat time... It, it slowed down so much when you had a heavy leg wrestler yeah. that was ahead by a point sure. or two. Yeah. And, and he knew if this guy got away from him, that could be the end of things if, yeah. if that guy got his hands back on him again. Sure, okay. Sure. And I was guilty of it myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. So at what age... Um, like, were you guys introduced kind of like out of the womb, like so many uh, uh, farm kids around here as far as like, hey, you're going to wrestle? Or did it take a little bit for you to really get into? Um, probably for me, I was I was the youngest uh, of our family. So um, Chuck wrestled, and Chuck was 10 years older than me. So, yeah. you know, by the time he was... 16 years old, I was six, so he he came home after wrestling practice, beat up Kenny. Well, after we got done with chores, well, guess who got beat up in the living room? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, uh, to answer your question, right. yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> as, soon, as soon as you were able to crawl. Basically. Um, you know, I mean, you were, you were, and then, of course, you know, what'd you do? Okay, I can't beat up Kenny. I can't beat up Chuck. Well, you got to find a neighbor. Yeah. Sure. Okay, so you start beating up on the neighbor. Okay, that's how Paul Prestigard starts wrestling. <laughs> mm. um, you know, uh, 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 Jim Abbey. Uh, you know, uh, uh, both both of those two were '83 grads. Um, I'm sure that's that was part of the reason yeah. they started wrestling. Mm. So absolutely. And then you got, so you have a junior right now, Mr. Yep. 
Mr. Charlie, Charles Big Chuck, as we call him, Sakura. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about him, you know, like, what was he like as, I know him now, um, the loudest person in the room, um, just a handful, just wild. No, he is an old soul, very soft-spoken, uh, just the sweetest kid. Uh, you're kind of introducing him to the sport, or was that kind of like his buddies? Like, what What got him in? Um, I think... I, I initially um, kind of gave him a little push into it, but then, of course, Ethan uh, Schubert, yeah, um, and and Jason was, you know, always, you know, trying to push Charlie, kind of, you know, keep, yeah. keep him coming, and um, the year we built our house, Charlie didn't want to wrestle because. I wouldn't go to wrestling with him and help coach him a little bit, you know. Mm. And, uh, you know, Jason tried his best to get Charlie to come, and, but he uh, he took a year off then. Um, but uh, if you could coach some of that niceness out of him. That's been the problem. <laughs> I think he would have. It. Well, he's such a gamer, though. Like, what's funny is he's... He's like nice to his teammates in the practice room, and then he goes out and he's actually one of the meanest kids out on the mat, which is <laughs> funny. And it's like, okay, let's do both though. Let's, you know, because I get it. Like they're your pals in the wrestling room and everything like that. And I, that that's a weird mental block for some <laughs> kids. But then he's a gamer no matter what. He gets out on the mat, he takes his glasses off, and can't see anything. Just sees <laughs> just sees silhouettes. It, uh, so if those of you don't know, you know we we basically never give him hand signals because he can't <laughs> see over to the bench, and so we have to like just yell out what we want. Um, but yeah, he's uh, it, it's cool to see him too. He hit the weights really well, um, and it you know he's kind of in between weight classes. Unfortunately, this would have been the year if they hadn't gotten rid of the one eighty two class. That would have been perfect for him. But now it's a jump from 72 to 89, and he's right in the middle of that. And I, it, you can tell it's, it's kind of, uh, you know, he gets a big, strong, full 189. Those are the only kids he has problems with. You know, everyone else, like, he's just, he can handle them because I don't think they're ready for his kind of spidery hips and stuff like that. So As long as he, as long as he keeps, you know, you, you look at him, and he kind of wrestles a little bit like I used to, you know, on the brink of disaster yeah. a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and as long as your hips don't get pinned underneath that guy, you know, you're going to be fine. And, and um, he's, he does a good job, at, not always, but um, trying to keep his hips up. Yeah. And I told him, I said, you know, as long as you got quick hips, uh, you'll be able to to get in and out of trouble. Yep. As, as, yep. as it desires. And back to that, uh, um, the, the, the strength you were saying, it's a sneaky strength. It is. It is very sneaky because I had him in freestyle last year when he would come to practices, and I, I tangled with him. I wasn't expecting that when he grabbed I'm like, whoa. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I guess I got to be a little tougher on this one because I mean it was it was a, it was sneaky. I, I wasn't expecting. I knew he was strong. I wasn't expecting that to, to grab me. And I, I've had a couple other kids like that where you're 
not expecting it. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay. Somebody's been hitting the weight room, so. Yeah, he doesn't look look like he's strong until you, you know, you look at him from behind. and then. But yeah, he's got the back for it. It was funny. We had a takedown tournament. So to that point of we're wrestling live during a practice, and then we had a little kid-style takedown tournament. And I'm pretty sure he took down RJ and almost took down someone else. And it's like, well, there it is. <laughs> you know, just, you know, let, let's, I don't know, like spike of adrenaline. Like when, once the adrenaline hits, like I said, he's a gamer. He needs like that actual like stakes on the line. And then you see him lock in and, you know, really use his full potential. So, but yeah, we, well, thank you for lending him to us. Uh, he's such a good kid and. Um, always such a quiet character, but nonetheless, like one of the one of the team favorites, because uh, he is just the smiliest, happiest yeah. kid. And I have not seen him not smile. I mean, yeah. I, I can't think of a time where he was actually <laughs> not smiling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's he's so he's so fun. So so you did you did well there. Yeah, Good job. <laughs> yeah. you you and you mentioned your wife Sue, um, and uh, yeah, any any other people you want to shout out to? Um, yeah, I got a, um, my oldest daughter, Leah, and, uh, she graduated in, let's see, let's do the math right, <laughs> 20, and then my daughter, Kate, graduated in 22, and Charlie will be in 25, obviously. Um, brothers, Kenny and Ronnie, his sister, Nance, so. Maybe your wife. And my wife Sue. <laughs> okay. yeah. And my wife Sue. Thank you. Yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. I'm here to help you out. <laughs> and I'm glad you are. Yeah, yeah. Good save. So, Good save. But uh, thanks for inviting. Yeah, me. yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. And uh, thanks for coming. Love yeah. seeing you at all the meets and the support. And once again, before we go, thank you to Summer Media Solutions for your support for this podcast and all you do and the support uh, for the OWA and. For Coach Hubden and myself, uh, we hope to see, oh, sorry, oh, yeah. Again, alumni yeah. night. Alumni night, uh, Thursday. Still got tickets for sale. Thursday, right. don't at Reggie's before 530. Yeah, we better see everyone. Don't forget your used or new wrestling shoes uh, for anybody in the K through 12 range. Uh, bring that and maybe win a prize, get to the center of the circle on Thursday. So we'll see you then. Take care. Till next week. <laughs>